This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, away we go on a Wednesday podcast. Al, hello. Oh, hi, Jerry. I just want to give a quick shout-out, Jerry, someone who uh, enjoys the program. Okay. Uh, both Blueberry and you. Uh, shout-out to, on Twitter, Box Eating Dad wanted to uh, say he likes the show. What does his Twitter page look like? <laughs> Holy cow. Box Eating Dad. Okay. Just wanted to, I wanted to get that out of the way. I wonder if he's got kids of age. <laughs> you know, I said, because he wrote to me on a DM, I go, oh, I go, uh, thank you, box eating dad. <laughs> and he goes, oh, uh, he goes, oh, I don't even have, he goes, I don't even have kids. Just, you got to keep them guessing out. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. I said, yes, you do. Uh, there was a guy who uh, had written to me about, um, he direct messaged me about one of the podcasts I was doing with either Eddie or Seal. I think maybe Eddie, about, uh, regrets in life and that sort mm-hmm. of thing and this was a guy i think i told you he moved to south dakota yeah we talked about him yesterday you were talking about him yesterday yeah. that he moved to south dakota where the winter it's a 26 below right when he was uh out walking his dog well he wrote me back this to, to say he heard the podcast and he he has since i just love this line he goes i moved back to buffalo because of the bad winters oh my god imagine a wow. place a place where you feel like, I mean, that's what life is all perspective, right? A hundred percent. So people think where we live is warm. Right. He now probably thinks from going from the South Dakota winters, which I had no idea were so horrendous. Mm-hmm. And now he feels like he's back in a reasonable Hawaiian tropics of Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Like he feels like finally, I got to get back to where yeah. the winters are reasonable. Yeah, that is pretty crazy, isn't it? And we think about Buffalo. As Siberia. Yeah, it's like having <laughs> these just horrendous. Do you I've consider only... us having bad winters or no? No, not at all, actually. Yeah. And even this winter with snow three times maybe was relatively mild, and it's over. I mean, if you look at the long-range temperatures, doesn't mean we won't get rain. It doesn't mean we won't get a flurry or two. But the temperatures are not cold enough to warrant any type of winter storm any longer going now really through March, which they project through, winter's over. So, no, I don't. What I don't like as I get older, and I, and our hours are a part of this for sure, yeah. I hate getting going outside at 3 o'clock in the morning, and it's 26 degrees out. It takes a couple of minutes for the car to get warm. I don't like that i got to park three blocks away and walk when it's 24 degrees out and the wind's blowing in your face. I, I don't like the cold. That's all. Yeah. But I don't think our winters are terrible. But they're yeah. not. You know what they're not? 
Phoenix, like where we were for Correct. the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, and like uh, the winters too, like when it's cold and it's raining. I feel like we get a lot of rain we do. here. Oh, we do. We get a lot of rain. Even if it's not like a full-on downpour, it's like I feel like it's always it's ugly. It's always some point type of moisture falling from the sky. And it's very gray. Very gray. And gray is depressing. I don't care what you tell me, which is why we've talked about Seattle in the winter and why they have their issues with suicides and yeah. everything. It's it's a dark place. I remember when I was in Seattle, we went there the day before we were going on our uh, cruise to Alaska. Yeah. And we flew to Seattle first, and it was leaving, I guess, out of the Seattle uh, uh, port, uh-huh. whatever it is. And I remember it was it was in the summer. had to be June. Gorgeous, probably. June and July. It was gorgeous, Jerry. Yeah. And we were driving with the Uber driver. I said, man, this place. And the guy goes, that's the mistake you all make. You visit here in the summer. And then you move here. And you think it's amazing. And it's a disaster. Yeah. The overwhelming amount of time of the year. It's like two months they had. Like it was like July and August where it was like nice. And then just a mess. I mean, you're going to talk about a place I have no, never anticipate moving to. I mean, for a job, maybe. But we're talking, I don't even know what job it would be. Play by play of the the Seattle Supersonics. Oh, the Sonics if they come back. Yeah. Okay. My wife ain't going to Seattle though. Right. That'd be harder when they convince people. Could I get her to Charlotte? Maybe. Orlando? Maybe. Miami? Sure. Maybe Phoenix in another. But like Seattle? Remember Danny from K-Rock? Yeah, of course. She's been in Seattle for probably. uh, That's a great rock radio. 15 to 20 years. Town though, right? Yeah. Yeah, great rock radio town. Hey, listen, if I was single, would I do it? Maybe. You know, I might for the job for. I might go try it for a couple of years, but with a family, I don't want to go somewhere it's going to be raining and yeah. miserable for that long. You'd have to get yourself a lot of cool rain gear. You think? Like the best boots, the best uh, I don't rain want pants. rain gear. You know what I want? Me suntan neither. lotion and uh, sunblock. I love a good suntan lotion. I like lotion, shorts Jerry. and a collared shirt with short sleeves. Yeah. That's what I like. By the way, we were both right yesterday. Which So way? I did pick up Joseph, went at school at uh, whatever time it was, and went right to the golf course. We went to Pebble Creek Golf Club in uh, Colts Neck. And got there, and it was beautiful out. I'm not going to say there wasn't a cloud in the sky. That's not true. But the sun was shining, mix of sun and clouds, 63 when I got out of my car. Really? We teed off, got right out, like, immediately. Teed off, wonderful. Second hole, beautiful. Third hole, not as sunny. Fourth hole, a lot of clouds. Fifth hole, misty. By hole nine, Misty and I would say fifty-two degrees, which yeah. is not terrible, but it changed. But an eleven-degree drop, it changed on you. And Jerry. it went. And when we drove home, we played. We wound up playing. I think twelve holes. I think it was on the drive home. It started to pour. Mm. So it was. We got it in, and it was fun. But man, it was. It a, changes. It was a very drastic change, very quick, and windy. It got windy. It changes quickly around here in the winter, Jerry. It does. Uh, another thing that a fellow from South Dakota wrote to me about. And when we were talking about... What's his name, by the way? Did you write that down? Uh, I do have his uh, email. He was just... Uh, he was a very reflective man. And okay. I guess because of the podcast I did with uh, Eddie, I was being very reflective about, you know, choices you make in life and and, and sure. things like that. His name is Christopher. All right, Christopher. So Christopher had previously in the email said to me that... Uh, and he's right, that, that there's... A, they say, like... Something like 85 to 90% of the things we worry about mm-hmm. don't happen. 
Okay. So how much time we and spend I'm very big on this. Wasting time worrying about things. About things that are never going to happen. Mm-hmm. So just a very simple example, I think, uh, you know, Gio had brought up how he spent the week leading up to today worrying about his dog is, was not going to behave. His mm-hmm. dog was going to be. Had anxiety. Yeah. And nothing, it didn't happen. So all that time was wasted on worrying about the about something that didn't happen. Right. And that a lot of a lot of that is the case. I, I'm huge on that. I know that. I waste a lot of time. Anything you, you schedule out, once yeah. you get to within a week, you're consumed by it. Get consumed by it, And yeah. then it usually works out quite well. You actually have a good time a lot of those instances, and you just wasted a lot of anxiety, time, and brain power. Yeah. So this guy, uh, Christopher, who wrote to me, said that he uh, read the Matthew Perry book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Perry, who recently yeah. passed from Friends, and he said that was a guy who who spent a lot of time worrying about every. He turned every little thing into a problem. To which this uh, guy who wrote to me said he's starting to read the book, and and I actually think I might purchase this book and read it. Okay, called the Catastrophic Warrior. Yeah, that's you. It's about how you you take small things. And make them bigger than they are. Yeah, and worst yeah. case scenario, everything. Yeah, that's you. But I know all this already, and I still do it. So I don't know that reading another book, like or reading a book on it, would help. It's just going to confirm what you think. Yeah, honestly, like you know everything about yourself. You just either refuse to change or can't change. Yeah, and it's probably the truth is probably somewhere in the middle there. Like something holds you back from allowing yourself to go. They say sometimes like you have to get to the. To the absolute bottom point where you can't take it anymore before you change. For mm-hmm. some people, and I think I'm probably one of those people. Like I would. What would be the bottom point? I like, don't know. Your life's not changed. I mean, aside from the loss of life within family, which is going to happen to yeah. everybody, there's nothing you can do about that, right? If but we- even that, like, like even like the loss of life in family for older family members mm-hmm. is understandable. It's part of life. Part of life. I'd be. Very thrown off, probably, if a, a younger person passed. For sure. No question about yeah. it. It throws a lot of people into a... But that can send you on a downward spiral that you don't come back from Yeah, in certain cases. I guess my point is you are very set in your life, your home situation, your relationship, your job. And if you really think about the last... I'm going to say the last five years. How is today different, aside from having the dog, which you didn't quite have yet? I've had the dog almost, not quite four years. Right. Like, how has your life changed? Yeah, I don't know. Not not too much. I don't think it has. Right. Um, So I don't know what would actually happen in your life that would trigger that rock bottomness. I I think rock bottom for you is going to be the day you walk out of here, and it's not rock bottom. I think it's a basically turning the page. And getting away from part of what you don't like and part of what you do like. It's just kind of what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I do think about that sometimes. Like, it's it's the same. Yeah, and I can't, I can't fathom living like that. Yeah. You know, it works for you, good for you. But does it work for me? I don't know. If but you, it you drives do it me every crazy. Day. Right, I do it every day, but I, I'm still not sure if it works for me. I, I don't know. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Like, I, you know, I'm sitting, I actually thought of you yesterday because when we were driving home, um, he, my son said to me, because, you know, can we go tomorrow? I'm like, no. I'm like, <laughs> like it's February. We just got, tw- we're good. Like, I said, plus I got to take you for a haircut after school. I said, plus we got dinner plans at six. And, you know, he's, he really is. He's a good kid. And he's, he, I said, no, that was the end of it. And then I'm feeling guilty. I'm like, all right, let me think. Like, if I get him to his haircut, I tell Ryan to go quick. We could be out of there by three. If we could get, if I have the clubs in the car, we could get there by three twenty-five. We could get nine holes in, be done by five, home by five thirty. Quick shower, out the door at five forty-five. Meet my parents a little late at six ten. I'm like, you know, I could do that. And I thought of you. I'm like, could you imagine if I ran this scenario by Al? No, he'd be thinking about it all morning. Like, yes. How am I gonna? But to me, it's fun. Like, and it's not chaotic. I don't like chaos. But I like a schedule, and that is very scheduled. I'd have to keep to it minute by minute to make sure it worked. There's, I don't know. There's a sense of, like, accomplishment when you have a great day. Like yesterday, for instance. Yesterday was – was it yesterday? Yesterday I went home. I did watch TV because I wanted to watch the Law & Order from the other night. I did finally watch Sam Waterston's final episode. So it was one hour. All good. Took a 30-minute nap. Went and got him. We went and played golf. I got home. I made him dinner. Took a quick shower. Got changed. Got in the car. Had to go to the bubble in Marlboro. We had baseball practice from 7 to 8.30. Got home at 8.30. Got changed. Put the Nick game on at 9.02. I'm like, man, that was a day. But yeah, to you, you felt like, I, I felt like I accomplished a lot today. Yeah. And you know what? On occasion when I do run into those days, and they're, they're few and far mm-hmm. between by design, on the rare occasion where a lot of things run together in one day. I do feel like, boy, I really did a Lived. lot of a lot of things here yeah. today, and it went fast and it, and it moved along. Yeah, so and it's it's fun. Yeah, like, yeah, fun's different for everybody, but for me, it's being busy and active and engaging with my kids, and I just think it's a blast. Yeah, and I like to blame the dog for, like I said, like if, if the dog's home all day. And then I come home from work. I don't like to then leave the dog again. But when I lived in Madawan, I did not have a dog. Right. I had the same stuff. You didn't go anywhere. I went downstairs to the gym. Okay. And we're back upstairs. Right. You did your 30-minute workout. You're back upstairs. You shower. And here you're now you're back at it. Here I'm back. Right. Which was nothing. Looking out the window. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know what. Uh, you know, I know I, I put it on the dog. But... I don't think it's all that much different than when I didn't have a dog. What would you say is, like, if you asked me, aside from, because we're still working, so aside from traveling nonstop, which I would love to do, I really would. I would love to hmm. to island hop. I think it's that would be fun, but I, that's not realistic right now. If you asked me what my favorite thing in the world to do is right now it would be take a vacation with my wife or more the family and play golf with my boys i just think it's for me it's phenomenal i love it 
if I asked you, what is your favorite leisurely thing to do, it would be what? I would say uh, going to dinner on like a Friday night. Okay. And. hmm. All right. Now, let me rephrase. Yeah. yeah. What is your favorite leisurely thing to do if work wasn't an impediment? It didn't impede you from doing it. You still got to go to work. Right. But let's just say your hours were let's you have to work. Let's say your hours were eight to two. So you really slept like a normal human being, but you were still home by four o'clock. So it wasn't not the nine to five yeah. or even eight to one. Like what, what do you love to do that you don't do on a daily basis or a weekly basis or even a monthly basis? Go to more shows, like more concerts. Is there something you want to play tennis? You just don't mm. have a partner. Is there something you like? No, I like fiddling around with the piano a little bit. Okay, so it's playing an instrument. But it's like what Gina says, the, all the things I like to do are... Alone. Yeah, as if she's right. Like, I like to fiddle around with the piano by myself. Mm. I do like to go to dinner. I do like... I do, too. I love going out. Yeah. I do. I do love... Uh, but again, this is like a really a solo thing, too. When I get up early on, like, the weekends... Yeah. To make a coffee and just... Sit there and enjoy a coffee with some cookies, Jerry. I, I I'm love, living. No, I love live. The, the one thing I do love about Saturday yeah. and Sunday morning too, when I'm not traveling, is setting the alarm for six six fifteen. I know everybody's sleeping till ten, and you make the cup of coffee. I read the post. I do whatever work. It's just it's peaceful. It's quiet. My father in law, who unfortunately passed away a few years ago, used to talk about that too. Like you'd work so hard all week. And he would get to that Sunday morning. He used to get up really early at like 530, uh, a little even earlier than I was talking about. And he's like, it was the greatest time of my week. It was just peaceful and quiet. Make my cup of coffee in the summer. He'd go sit outside as the sun's coming yeah. up. I agree. But that's not a leisure. I'm talking about an activity. Yeah. But I guess for you, it's playing the like playing an instrument, which is great. Yeah, you would think I'd get much better at it for for that being my solo thing. I really haven't. I think I'm not pretty much where I'm where I'm where I'm at. You're where but you're I, at. But I still enjoy playing around with it. Okay. We're just listening to like I, I yeah, I don't know. I really enjoy my uh, commutes and listening to podcasts. I enjoy that. But even to say everything is by myself, you know what? You're a single I know you're in a relationship. Yeah. You're not married, you don't have kids, like of course those are gonna be the things you like. Right. How would they not be? Like I couldn't I mean you could want to play golf. I know you're not interested in that, but yeah, that's, hmm. I don't know. Yeah. One of my leisurely activities used to be, I used to love going to like, um, record stores, interesting record stores to find things. But now you find anything you want on YouTube or like everything's "Hmm." out there. Right. Where I used to have to like hunt down like Bruce Springsteen live outtakes. And sure. Now they're just at the tip of my, Anything you want instantly. Yeah, instantly. This is like right there. So if I defined Eddie as like a hiker in his spare yeah. time, I guess you would be a pianist. Pianist. Yeah, right? I mean, that would be I guess what, so. you're, what you're striving to do more of. I guess that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I enjoy doing, yeah. I really think you should open the coffee shop. Yeah. I do. And you put a piano in there, and maybe you're the entertainment. When you, <laughs> well, I don't mean every week, but I mean from time to time. You sit at the piano whenever you want. Gina said, you know, I bought this um, this uh, uh, 
uh, espresso maker. Mm-hmm. You know, where you 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 know, and then you make your espresso drinks. She goes, you you don't even realize you're practicing for a coffee shop. Because you I was might be telling her the different things like, yeah. oh, it's too much water in the americano. Do-do-do. And it could be the type of thing that you might look back and be like, why didn't I do this earlier? Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm not saying just quit your job and open it. I know you, you need to be there and you need to control it. But you could do it in a way where, you know, you're certainly there on the weekends and you get some, I don't know who you the hell you would trust, but right. someone to run it in the morning. That's the problem. You really would actually have to be out of here. I actually feel like I'd be, yeah. be- I'd be better off of being the person where, like, I retire from radio at 60, right? Then I go work at a coffee shop for like a single owner coffee mm-hmm. shop, not one of these chains, a single owner coffee shop where I become the guy who's there first thing in the morning that they trust. That they trust. To run the Which joint. Which is all good. The only thing that you don't want to have to deal with is you're still answering to someone yeah. who from time to time, and maybe only once or twice a year, they wake up on the wrong side of the bed or yeah. had a fight with their wife. And no matter what you did, you discuss them. <laughs> just and they're yeah. gonna get, just give you crap that day because essentially you're still the employee. Yeah, or I'll be looking at it like I could be running. This. I should be running this place. I don't think it would take you long. Yeah, to realize you could be running that place. Yeah. Oh, the smell of coffee, Jerry. Yeah. I mean, you really think about how I don't want to call it easy. It's not easy, but I mean, you're making coffee. You know how to do that. I do know how to make coffee. Yep. You know, it's a matter of getting that place and making it look the way you want and making sure you can make enough money to support it. Right. And you have no interest if you didn't have to. I'm not going to ask you. Never mind. Never mind. What's that, Jerry? No, and it's it's a stupid question. I was going to say, like, you have no interest, even if you weren't working anymore, in going to games or doing anything like that. You, I, I think I would have more interest because... If you weren't around this every day? No, no, no. Also, I just think the the... With the work schedule or anybody's work schedule, like the the going, getting to and from things, like games yeah. when I have to be up early the next day or even in two, like if you, I don't know, I just I right. think when when that part is out of your life, you're more up for like that's why I used to be when I was younger. I'd be like, uh, you know, to go somewhere to go to a concert. I knew it was going to be a pain in the ass get in and out of MetLife Stadium to, or Giant Stadium to go to a Bruce Springsteen show. But whatever, I was going in because what I was going to experience was going to be uh, well worth the Mm -hmm. hassle. Yeah, sure. Now the hassle has taken over. So the hassle is going to be much worse than the enjoyment of going to the event. And I think that gets reversed if you don't have daily work. Yeah, well, for sure, and also the fact that Fridays for you are going to be ruled out because you're exhausted from yeah. the week. Sunday's 100% out because you got to get ready for the week. <laughs> and Saturdays, you kind of have your routine, right. and you don't want to waste your weekend. <laughs> so, right, I mean, I have really put myself in a box, Jerry. Yeah, well, we've talked about that. Yeah. This we know. I mean, I am in a box. Maybe I'll get this book, The Catastrophic Warrior. Who wrote it? Anybody of note? That no, we nobody of note. It came out, and I looked in January 2023. I'm serious about this. You ever think about writing a book in your spare time? No. And making that a hobby? Just writing a book. Like, why not? Like, if you had something, even if it was like your life in radio, your a life memoir. in isolation, or what, just like <laughs> you. You, <laughs> you know what I your mean. Your life as a prisoner in your no, own I home. Something like that. I, I, from the standpoint of. 
even if you sold a thousand copies, yeah, and you made eight or nine dollars a copy, it's well worth your time. And I it think is. it's cathartic. It would be cathartic. I think it's very good for you. Yeah, you know, like I, no joke. A friend of mine said, you know, <clears throat> he's he's got kids that are three uh, year old daughter and a six year old son, and he signed up to coach his son in baseball um, this year. And so he's the coach. He's already he's got his team, and he's already getting emails left and right. He's like, it's team, maybe it's clinic coach pitch. It might not be T ball, but he's already getting emails about practice here. What yeah. a uniform! What, and he you know reached out to me. He's like, how do you, how did you do this for fourteen years? Like, help me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Mike, it's gonna be just fine. Don't worry. And he's like, do you ever think about writing a book? Like as a guide or just your stories? He goes, you'd be surprised how many people would be interested. I'm like, one. I don't have the time right now, maybe down the line. And then I'm like, two, how much you going to make? And he literally laid it out that way to me. He goes, if you sold, he goes, how many calendars you sell? I'm like, oh, about a, this year, not so many, but last year, almost a thousand. It was pretty good. He goes, all right. He goes, if you sold a thousand books and you made $8 a book, he goes, you'd profit $8,000. He goes, is that not worth your time to sit down and just get those stories onto paper or on a screen? He goes, you might like it. And I'm like, huh, it'd be good for you. Like, what do you have to lose? Nothing. Jerry, time, and I don't have it. <laughs> I just don't have the free time you're talking about. Have you not listened to the last 25 minutes? <laughs> oh, right. Oh, that, Jerry. I see what you're saying. That's funny. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. I got to get this dog out of here. <clears throat> she was very good. She, she really was. She behaved herself as I, as I thought she would. Very much so. She was great. And uh, tomorrow's Thursday. It we'll is. We'll be yes. back. And then, uh, then it's Friday. Pizza Friday for me. Very excited. Pizza Friday. I'm excited. Some pizza, man. Pizza Friday in the house. Hi, Jason. Yeah.